Hey guys, welcome. It's uh, it's Dan and Cal here from the Birdies and Bourbon Podcast. And today, today, if you want to play along at home, we are drinking the Weller Special Reserve. Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription, trust me. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Mm-hmm. Hey, welcome back to the Birdies and Bourbon Podcast. Damn, what are we drinking tonight? Oh, well, Cal, first off, thank you for sending that generous, generous um, little pack of goodies. Um, I think we're going to uh, go for the, the Weller Special Reserve. What do you think about that? Ah, Special Reserve. All right, yeah, going for the green label Weller Special Reserve tonight. I'll pour myself a glass. Hold on a sec. Perfect. Let's, uh, let's have a sip. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and have a sip. You should have one, too, Let's uh, before we get started. Okay. All right. I'm going to have a sip. <sighs> a good bourbon right there. It's pretty fantastic. Uh, and, 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 you know, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's Weller's um, entry level. Can't tell you where I get it from, because if I did, I wouldn't be able to get it from there anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> kind of this, uh, <laughs> it actually, hey, no kidding. It is this, um, it's this little liquor store in the hood and, uh, and they always have it on the shelf. And, Mm. and I mean the hood respectfully because I live in the hood. Uh, so my hood, (laughs) but Hey, but no kidding, man. I mean, they always have it in there and sometimes, uh, I get more than I am allowed to get, but, Mm. uh, but I'm a regular customer. So. Uh, yeah, so off the nose, you know, I've, I've got it in a uh, in a proper whiskey glass, and you know, it's it's uh, got a little bit of alcohol, but no, I mean, nothing off putting. So uh, yeah, no, uh, we'll, we'll get into the tasting notes a little later. I don't. Well, what do you what do you taste, Dan? Just off uh, off the front. Well, in anything. Uh, it's coming in hot because I uh, I've been uh, working all day. Um, but uh, no, after uh, after uh, I let it sit for a second, you know, and I sniff it. It's kind of sweet, and uh, yeah, it's very smooth, very smooth. I like it. Mm. Yeah, some vanilla, mm-hmm. like a uh, little, little bit of brown, uh, brown sugary. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I can, I can definitely uh, smell that and taste that. Smell that. I could smell the vanilla. For yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. We'll let it open up as we as we go through. So, man, it's been an exciting week. I got a lot of stuff to talk about. At, you know, hopefully we can squeeze it in. Well, uh, I guess first off, we do want to say, hey, thanks, thanks everybody for listening. We continue to see uh, a lot of active listeners out there, and uh, from globally actually, which is actually uh, pretty interesting that it's globally. But uh, thank you for for listening. We really appreciate it. We're just kicking this thing off, as we mentioned earlier in the week. It's uh, our second week doing it, and uh, we couldn't be more stoked with uh, with the feedback and the engagement on Twitter and Instagram and just the downloads. So. Really, uh, really looking forward to continuing this series. Cal and I are actually uh, sampling bourbon for the first time on the pod today, um, but we really do want to integrate this uh, birdies and bourbon concept together into something that uh, is pretty unique and uh, differentiated out there, and that uh, would be uh, you know music to your ears, if you will. And if anybody's listening, uh, we if there's anything you want us to review in particular, be it a bourbon uh, or a, or another spirit, to uh, we're going to get into cocktails at some point. So if there's anything you want us to make, uh, we'll post pictures up. Uh, where can they find us at, Dan? Oh, on the Twitter. On the Twitter at birdies underscore bourbon or on Instagram at birdies underscore bourbon. Yep. So please do leave your comments uh, or rate us, good or bad. We'll, we'll take all. And 
Yeah, looking forward to. It. I just had another sip, Dan. I can't lie. I mean, it's uh, it's 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 open. I, you know, I think what's going to go better with this is a glass of ice to uh, kind of help it open a, or a piece of ice. We can we can take a pause uh, in a little, a little bit, bit more. But we can take a pause in a little bit now. That why don't we get through like the uh, a little bit of this match coming up, and then uh, then well, we can maybe hold open. Hold on, before we before we get to that, before we get to that, I saw your your handlebar comment. Got a few uh, got a few <laughs> uh, <laughs> comments or likes or such. Uh, I'm looking forward to your uh, your handlebars the next time I see you. Once the shelter in place is over. <laughs> Uh, hope, hopefully you're going to be rocking it cowboy style. I'm oh hoping. boy! Uh, but how? But but so you know I'm 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 going to I'll stand corrected. So last week, uh, well, in our last podcast, uh, Dan asked if Matt Wolf, sorry Matt Wolf, uh, if he actually drove it 410 yards, and that was he to green, and he didn't. He hit it in the hit it hit in the sand, and. Um, and I went back and watched it. And if you watch that hole, when Rory McIlroy gets on the hole, when he gets to the tee, and, and that dude is spread out and ready to go, and he's like, that dude is not out driving me this time. <laughs> I swear to God, he hits, the, he hits his ball in the sand trap right beside of Matt Wolf. Oh. And I think that's where the comment came from Rory, where he was like, uh, don't forget, uh, you know, I've won two FedEx Cup championships. So, uh, nevertheless, uh, that, that could be true or false. I don't know if our listeners want to, uh, want to give some feedback on that, you know, feel free. So, uh, all right, Dan, kick us off, man. I'm ready to go into this week unless you got some dad. No, no, no. We can get right into the main topic, which is, uh, you know, the champions for charity and the Tiger Phil match 2.0. Um, really looking forward to this one. You know, I don't want to say that the match, uh, last, uh, Sunday was the, uh, the appetizer, if you will, but I kind of think it was, you know, I think it was the appetizer and this is the main course. You got Tiger and Phil, two icons, and then you got the, you got Tom Brady and Peyton Manning who are also icons. So do you think Tom is uh, deflating his handicap? So he looks good, uh, you know, in the, for, for the audience. I don't think Tom's played in a while. I don't think Tom's played. I think Tom is getting ready to try to extend his legacy down there in Florida <laughs> away from Belichick. And his, he's completely focused on that. I don't think he's played much. And then I think we did talk, but uh, he said the last time he played down there at, at Medalist was it uh, he shot a 106. So I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's doing that or not, but it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> you, you, think, you think they're going to test his balls before he gets out on the court? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and we go straight into SNL, straight into SNL mode, right? <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. You, you, had, a, you had something. You were nah, say. No, no. So I, I don't. Couldn't yeah, 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 yeah. No, so I don't know if uh, if you can count the last Sunday as a uh, as a warm up, if you will, as an opening act. But uh, I kind of think it is, and then um, I think it's going to be fun this weekend. You know, I think I was just thinking about this all week and getting really excited about it because. We haven't seen much of Tiger Woods in 2020. I mean, the 2020 season, yes, it starts late last year. We, you know, we've seen some... Not playing hit. golf, we haven't. Right, right, right. But he's only played a couple times this year. So I don't know. What is his, what is his health like? Is he, is he healthy? Is he not healthy? I don't, I don't know. Obviously, he's healthy enough to say yes to this, right? But we haven't seen him play golf. I don't know what to expect. So is Tiger healthy or is he not? You know, I, I think he was going to play a limited schedule anyway. I mean, he's 43 years old. 
Uh, everybody knows he's got a fused back. He's had knee, uh, you know, knee problems, et cetera. Uh, you know, definitely other problems, right, that, that have come along through the career, uh, rightfully so. So I think it was going to be, uh, you know, the, the typical Tiger mode. I mean, it's not like you saw him at every tournament in the past 20 years anyway, right? I mean, he, he definitely was picking and choosing for, for various reasons. Like, what's the right amount of tournament that's good for Tiger? And we can't answer that question because we don't know what his health like. But, you know, Tiger's going to answer that and, and, and his team. But how do we know where Tiger really is? You know, how does, he, how does he play enough competitive golf to stay, you know, tuned into competition, uh, trying to win, and, but then also you've got enough time to rest? Uh, we didn't see a lot of him at the beginning of the year, and I don't think he had a lot of stuff on the cards, man. I mean, I, I think at best he was going to play maybe two tournaments prior to the Masters. Yeah. Maybe. I'm thinking one. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? Like the, uh, I think maybe a guest appearance up north at, uh, I think Michigan. Uh, you know, I don't think he's going to play like the Shell in Houston or anything like that. Just, just because it's like, well, you know, it, it doesn't benefit what he's trying to do because at this point, he's got two goals. I mean, one is to be the uh, all-time uh, winner. Uh, winning the most tournaments, which I, I don't think he'll get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- uh, if he beats Jack's record, I mean, I think he kind of has to do it at uh, at Augusta. And uh, where was he? Late? So he t- he came in second with Kepka last year. Where were we at um, uh, Shinnecock Hills? Right. That was a year before. We were we were at Beth Page last yeah. year. Yeah, was where we were at. Yeah. Oh yeah, Beth. Yeah, so the, so the year before, yeah. So so I mean, you know, so that's the thing is it. And now, you know, he's got to be thinking at forty three years old and and the stress that he's put on his body. It now it's not like when do I play, uh, what tournaments do I play? It's how do I strategically plan out how many competitive rounds of golf does my body have left in it that I can compete? Right. Well, he didn't so, play. So he didn't play Bay Hill. He didn't play Honda, and he didn't play the players. Right, so the first time we were going to see him right. might have been yeah. the Masters this year. So, so you know, if you look at yeah. if you look at Rory, somebody like Rory, they probably play uh, what twenty, twenty five tournaments a year. Tiger, he might be clocking in now what twelve to fifteen. You're including majors in that twelve to fifteen. Yeah, yeah. So maybe so if you yeah. if you include majors, then maybe he plays ten other tournaments. At most. At most. Anytime we get to see him on the screen, I'm good to go. Uh, let's, and then let's, let's move on over to, let's cut off Tiger because we don't want to go too deep. We're, we're definitely, well, hold on, okay. well, yeah, but hold on. But before we go, just let me make a comment because, okay. you know, it, it, uh, it, it, because with this whole COVID thing that's going on, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, it, it, it's going to be for, you know, for, for, for individuals that are just, uh, just now coming into golf and they haven't watched it in the past and they didn't get to see Tiger. I think it's, you know, you, you should really go back and watch uh, it's like a, your old favorite movie. Just make it your old favorite movie, and you should actually go back and watch some of the highlights of Tiger. If you haven't watched him play in the past, I mean, you really should watch that because you know he was like he played a lot, right? In his in it is uh, when he first came on tour, and you know that's going to be the thing. Is like, uh, and, and we'll talk about this in a later episode. But like, who's the next draw to golf? Like, who's going to be the next Tiger Woods that brings somebody in that? Like, uh, I'll go play golf, but I don't want to watch golf. And, you know, a lot of people, 
like the, you know, especially, uh, you know, Phil Mickelson, that uh, we'll segue in. Like Phil Mickelson, I mean, you can watch interview after interview after interview of Phil Mickelson saying, I'm glad and I'm proud that Tiger Woods is a partner in my business, business being a professional in the PGA Tour. He's helped my career and he's helped the PGA Tour. So you think that, um, let's just sum that up. So you're saying that Tiger is Kanye West and Phil is Taylor Swift. <laughs> well, Phil doesn't look like a praying mantis, I can tell you that. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, uh, so I want to talk a little bit about Phil's game real quick. So Phil, um, you know he's got to have been playing, you know, practicing, uh, coming into this thing. But most likely on the West Coast, right? So he's going to come over to Florida. It's going to be May. It's going to be humid. It could be rainy. It's a different type of weather that he's been playing in for the last, what, 60 days. But if I were to sum up Phil's game based on what we saw at the players, there was only one day at the players, it's that old joke where, hey, where are we going? I don't know, but we're making good time. <laughs> you know, He's hitting bombs out there, but he has no idea where they're going. Uh, so how did Phil make it over from the West Coast, but John Rahm, John Rahm said he couldn't make it over from the West Coast? It's a good question. I don't know. I, I, I would assume Phil has his own plane. That, I guess that could be part of it. <laughs> So, uh, well, hey, if you look at that, uh, where's John at? Uh, like number two? So, yeah. so you're saying the number two player can't uh, get his own plane to make it over? Or uh, uh, Not to be controversial, I'm just saying that uh, Phil made it over. Phil did make it over. Phil and made it over, the, yeah. Hey. So let me yeah, ask you this. Uh, I haven't so seen, I, are, are there any sponsors with this? I haven't seen any sponsors. I mean, la, last week was all about TaylorMade. And of course, Ricky did his thing and that whatnot, whatnot. But have hmm. you seen sponsors with this? I've just seen this, the match, right? What's going on? So Callaway's doing a big sponsorship. Okay. Uh, I, actually, I saw, um, so I'm, lo- I'm, I'm uh, yeah, where I'm located, uh, I did see some, I was watching the Golf Channel and I did see some advertisements about the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, the match too, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so Callaway's doing a bit. So they're giving away, uh, I think they're raffling, you know, it's like donations, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're giving away a bag and clubs and such. So, yeah, so there's definitely some activity there. Um, so I want, uh, so shout out to Sweetens Cove in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Mm. Uh, I've only played it once, played it earlier this year. They Dude. just dropped a new bourbon. So mm. uh, another shout out. So mm. I, did, I sent them a note. <laughs> on Instagram today, looking, uh, you know, asking for a sample to review on a podcast. But uh, so uh, Peyton may very well be, uh, and he's a partner in Sweden's Coast, so he may be promoting that. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, um, the promotion or the sponsors are actually the players. Uh, I think they're donating, uh, I, I heard $10 million a lot. I think it's $10 million from each of the players. Mm. I don't know if that's individually or by group or you know, how that comes about, but yeah, so they said they're, they're donating $10 million and it's definitely going to be more than 10 million. But uh, yeah, it's the individuals that are actually putting up the money for, um, for the cause. So mm. uh, for the COVID relief. Very good. Hey, so let's get into this uh, medalist. How is this going to fare differently from last week and when they were playing Seminole. Uh, how, is, how is it going to fare differently uh, and how is it going to play? And how, how, how do you think that this compares with regards to Tom and Peyton? Would they have been better off last week at Seminole or, or what? So number one, everybody knows that they need to show up to the golf course and what they're playing for. And it's a charity event. 
Um, so it's a cause. So it's not, uh, hey, I'm checking out on the 10th tee, DJ. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know, sorry. I, and I love DJ, man. But I, I do too. Uh, so, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. we, we love DJ, but uh, it did, it definitely looked like a DJ was like, why the fuck am I out there? Like, what's going on? <laughs> so, <clears throat> uh, so it's Tiger's home course. Uh, ev- everybody there has played the course. Uh, it, and it is definitely different than Seminole. It's different from Seminole that, um, uh, and, and I haven't, I haven't played it yet, but I'm looking forward to the invitation and being able to provide a review. Uh, <laughs> hey, the medalist, feel free to write us back at, uh, birdies underscore bourbon. Catch us on Twitter or Instagram. We think like a nine at 9am tea time on Sunday. That sound good for you. Uh, that'd be good. We can be done before, uh, before they even start. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> okay. No, but so, so the course is why, I mean, it's, it's definitely a big course. Uh, and so I, I think it feeds into things a lot of different ways. I think that, you know, so it's Tiger's home course and, it, you know, so of course he, he's going to know everything that's happening there, but everybody's played it. Everybody's fine. But I think the bigger part of it is, you know, how are they going to play it? And I think Phil is going to show up as Phil and Phil is going to just hit, Phil's going to hit bombs all day long. I, I don't think Phil is laying up in any hole, no matter what position. I think he's going, how far can I hit this? And yes, there's trouble. Uh, there's sand, there's water, they, you know, but listen, I mean, that dude has made a mint out of uh, just busting it off the tee and then recovering. Uh, I think that their biggest disadvantage, and it, you know, I've heard some. I, I haven't actually gotten down like to how they're going to do it. It's uh, you know, it's kind of a mixed mixed ball mixed mixed ball thing. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I don't well, I know. Think it's like, I, I it's think it's it's like best ball and then alternate shot on the back nine, right? Something along those lines. It is, but it's a weird uh, alternate shot. Uh, uh, I I think. What I, what I read today, and again, it's my mis, maybe my misinterpretation, but I think that they're doing like alternate holes or something. I, I don't know. It, it's kind of weird. I, I didn't really understand the way they had it written out, and I'll, we'll, uh, we'll review later in the week. I, I think it's going to be um, – it's going to depend on Tiger's going to play Tiger golf, and Tiger's going to be strategic, and I think Tiger's going to hit Tiger shots, which are going to be good. And it's going to be interesting to see where uh, I think the cat, the, you know, the, the crux is what does Brady and Peyton do? Medalist is a bigger course. It's a bigger course. It's got narrow fairways and you better be good out there because you can get in trouble really quick with, uh, with medalist. And if, if you think it's going to play similar to Seminole, it's not, it's, 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 it's bigger uh, this is like a jungle. It's not like some, it's not a beach. It's not a beach course. It's not on, it's not on the ocean. It's, it's in the jungle. You're going to have alligators and everything else out there. Um, and it's going to be tough. Now, Peyton and Tom have the luxury of not playing from the tiger tees. And that's the truth. This course actually has tiger tees, um, is where they, was, that's where Phil and Tiger will be playing from. So Peyton and uh, and Tom have that luxury, but it's going to be a tough course. I mean, you'd be lucky to shoot ninety out there. You, Cal, would be lucky to shoot ninety out. There. Yeah, I don't know. you mean from the Tiger tees? Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I'd take 90 from Socrates. That's fine. I mean, you know, so what? I three-jacked one. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? How are Tom and Peyton going to play? Well, let's just recap with these players, okay? Because Tiger's coming in ranked number 11 in the world. Phil is at 61. Tom is claiming an eight handicap. His index is 8.1. Peyton is claiming... Deflated. <laughs> and Peyton is claiming a 6.4 uh, index. And, and I've been, I, what I've been hearing is between, he's between a six and an eight handicap. You know, Phil's been making a lot of headlines this week with Tiger was adamant that we came to medalist his home course for the rematch. And we're going to go over there and we're going to, we're going to take this title. This was what Phil's saying. We're coming, we're going to come into medalist his home course and we're going to take this title. Here's what I find more interesting. Well, so hold on. So let's get into the pairings a little bit. So you've got, so, I mean, so think about the four people we've got. So we got, uh, and uh, I'll start from, uh, there's no way you can start at the back end of the front end and the front end of the back end. So you've got, uh, I'll start with, um, you got Peyton, you got Brady, you got Phil, you got Tiger. And you've got these individuals that, uh, I mean, if you were go if you wanted to go goat, who do you think the goats are out of the foursome? The Tiger and, um, and, uh, Brady. Yeah, yeah. Tiger and Brady. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Tiger. Okay. So do you think it was intentional that they didn't put those two together and they didn't pair that? I mean, if you look at it from a, from a winning record, do you think they explicitly put them on opposite teams so that it would uh, drive this kind of conversation as so wait, why didn't you put the goats on a team and let's see if they can win or, I mean, I have no idea how they picked them. I don't know how they did the pairing. If you look at the pairings and why they put these together, it's very interesting because you got you got Tiger and you got Peyton and you got Phil and you got Brady, right? The most outgoing personalities on that course are Peyton, Mr. Nationwide, and Phil, who is very vocal, very uh, in a lot of commercials, does a great interview as you mentioned earlier. So you put one of those on each team, and all of a sudden now you have a pretty interesting dynamic of the going back and forth and being able to get some chatter going. So it's very interesting with what they did. They put have, one of the loudmouths on each team. Have you seen the Phil side chat? <laughs> yes, I have. On Instagram. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So but but so here's what I so here's the other interesting aspect of that is you've got Peyton and you got Phil that are going to be, I, I don't know how chatty they're going to be, right? Because, I mean, they're, they are, it, it, it's not a, it, it's a competitive, it's a match. But it's not, uh, you know, it, it's, and it's for a good cause. But, uh, you know, how much are they going to be able to talk? Because, once again, I think we might see a reflection of, next, of last week where you've got, uh, hey, you know, hey, I, I don't, I need to hit the ball. And, you know, when I'm out playing golf, like we're talking all the time. I mean, we're looking around telling people like, Hey man, can you, I'm trying to hit the ball and you don't see any of that. And I'm not saying that we need to make it a bloopers episode, but it's like, you know, when you're out playing with the guys, I mean, it's nobody's like, I'm um, looking for total silence on the golf course. So, and, and I get it from the aspect of, you know, it, it's, you know, it's televised and it's got to be somewhat refined. So, you know, outside of being you know, PG 13, I mean, 
why can't people be talking when people are swinging? And which, which leads me to another uh, aspect of, uh, I heard a comment from uh, on, on the news, or, or not the news, but I heard a comment earlier today that uh, some of the folks that are micing everything up, so they're riding in golf carts this week, in case yeah. you didn't know. Right. Is it still no caddies? And what? No, no caddies. Okay. No caddies. They're riding in golf carts. Okay. I'm imagining everybody's going to have their own car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and the other, and you know, it's one is because uh, the medalists like the Tiger Tees compared to where Peyton and uh, Brady are going to play from. There's uh, there's a completely, I mean, there's it, it's skewed, right? I mean, it's a long way to get from somewhere to some you know, back to the other person, especially when they're playing offering a shot. Uh, so you can't really coach and walk back and, and give that counsel. So I understand why they did it. And, and I think it's a good thing, but they're going to mic the cars up and give visuals in the golf carts, uh, like NASCAR, which I think is awesome. Oh yeah. I mean, what two better, yeah, I mean, Hey, you got golf and NASCAR. Uh, the only thing that could be better is if they could drink water plays. That would be nice. Yeah, that would be really good. That'd be really good. Well, all of the PGA is going to be watching again, so it's going to be great. They're going to have a ton of eyes on this event. And I'm really looking forward to it. I want to see Medalist. I want to see Tiger play. Those are, those are actually my two, uh, the two things I'm looking forward to the most, are watching Tiger this weekend and seeing Medalist. So I, I think that, uh, you know, I think where the guys are going, and you know, it's going to be interesting to see what, positions that the other person puts them in because think about phil you know when he's uh, when he's teeing off yeah i mean that dude is driving everything as far as he can the whole time and he could put brady in the off for the shot he could put brady in a very awkward position that he can't get it there likewise i think that brady might put phil in a in a very awkward spot that phil is going to be able to hit it uh you know two feet close and brady's going to miss the putt could be, could be, yeah. So one of the takeaways from last week uh, that I thought about after uh, we we talked early in the week was we talked about how you know DJ looked like he maybe didn't want to be out there, maybe he was uncomfortable not having his brother with him. And one of the things I was thinking that maybe they could do would be having a virtual caddy, you know, having some virtual caddies that uh, maybe one per team, right? So. Uh, you could you could have uh, maybe Tiger's caddy with with uh, his team, and then Phil's caddy with his team, and just have them in the booth or at home on Zoom. But have them queued into uh, their team, and you could hear the conversation about what shots coming up, and this the dialogue on the strategy. That'd be interesting to hear. I think that's what people really do want to hear is like the the strategy in the course, the type of dialogue they're having before these shots, and just kind of get a little bit into these players' minds. So I, I hope that the tour pros give it to uh, are actually able to do that to the other pros. And I hope that's what the golf cart aspect allows. I hope they're able to drive. I hope they're able to go up and see what's going on. And I mean, they don't need to drive up and see where you need to hit it. Yeah. But I think they're going to be able to, to easily get to their playing partner. And I think they're going to be able to say, Hey, if you hit this shot and this club, here's your distance because they, they know it, mm-hmm. right. Or they've shot it. And it's like, Hey, how do you feel about hitting your, um, four iron, uh, you know, 215 yards and landing it on the front of the green. Right. And I, I think that's, I think that's what we're going to, I hope that's what we're going to see at least is, uh, the tour pros actually being, uh, coaches during this event, even though that's not what they do. And that's, I mean, they're pros, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they play golf for a living, so I don't coach people. 
However, both of those guys, um, Phil and Tiger, I mean, you, you can watch them all over uh, social media giving clinics to in both of their um, foundations. Right. Giving yeah. clinics to kids and helping kids and bringing kids into the game of golf. And I hope that we do that, you know, in the sense of what this thing is really focused towards. I mean, it's an exhibition match. And don't take your golf. I mean, I, we want to see good golf. Don't get me wrong. But I, I think this is a great opportunity to give amateur golfers uh, your insight on what they should do. Not to say how they should do it, but here's what I would do and how do you feel comfortable at executing this shot. And if you don't feel comfortable executing this shot, what's the shot that you feel comfortable executing? Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest takeaway that we could get as you know, myself and, and yourself uh, as amateur golfers. I mean, if, if I weren't a pro-am, that's what I would be looking for from a pro is, you know, outside of, you know, talking about all the fun stuff. But if I'm thinking about my golf game, I mean, how do I really get to, hey, I'd like to know as a professional golfer, uh, here's where I'm at and here's what my skill level is. What shot would you execute here? What should I do? Right. And I think that's a, that, that's a great takeaway for, uh, for an amateur golfer. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. Hopefully they'll do that. Hopefully they'll be able to share that dialogue on, on screen and be able to hear Tiger talking to, you know, uh, Peyton about uh, strategy, et cetera. I mean, it'd be great to hear. I can tell you what Phil's going to say off the tee box. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hit a bomb. Hit a bomb. Bomb it. Hit a bomb. Bomb it. <laughs> Hit a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what are some of the takeaways? Um, did you watch the Zoom call? I did watch the Zoom call. Yeah. So, on the Zoom call, I mean, I thought it was I thought it was fun. It was only like twenty five minutes, right? We're probably going to talk more about the Zoom call than the Zoom actually lasted. But uh, very interesting, you know. Tiger being Tiger, um, very very uh, quiet and closed. But he had his uh, his green jacket. Said he just got out of the ice bath. I thought that was a good dig at that Phil. Phil put a lot of work into his background. With uh, Tiger putting the coat on on Phil at the Masters, and, and he had some digs or whatnot, and, and, and the trophy, and the and trophy, trophy, and the trophy, which was really funny as well. So they both they both had really good shots at each other. I mean, we talked uh, a little bit about uh, Peyton as well. Now Peyton, um, you know, he's he's a he's a he's a personality, right? He's on all the nationwide commercials. I call him athlete funny. I've read a lot of articles this week where people call him straight up funny and a TV personality and not awkward and not an ath- not an athlete actor. I still consider him to be an athlete actor. But uh, anyway, I hope they hired some comedy writers for this because it'll who, make it more entertaining. The country music singer, who's the country music singer that Peyton's on the uh, nationwide commercials with? Brad Paisley. Or the, you know, the, Brad Paisley, right. Yeah. It's like, why is Brad Paisley, why, why are they not, why don't they have a lead-in song with Brad Paisley, like, uh, chiming it up? I hope he calls in. Oh, I hope that he either calls in or put him in the booth, right? I mean, let him, let him just rip on Peyton while he's out there in the chorus for, you know, six hours or whatever. That would be great, right? I think so. <laughs> I think Cal was taking sorry, a sip. I just had another step. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I was. I mean, hey, Greenwell, Green Label. Weller Special Reserve. Uh, you can't argue with them. They have a second port. There you go. There you go. Uh, all right. So hold on. So back to uh, back to where we were. Yep, we're on the Zoom. Uh, so what's the Zoom? Uh, yeah, I know. But so w- what's the best dig? 
so and so I'll move away from the professional golfers. Okay. And uh, and, and fantastic. I mean, you know, Phil, no doubt. <laughs> hey, when Phil's got his shit set up in the background mm-hmm. of Tiger putting the green jacket on him, it's like I don't know who won that match. <laughs> who who won? Who won? Who won that debate? Was it Tiger putting the green jacket on, or was it Phil? showing Tiger a picture in the background of him putting the green jacket on him. Because there's no doubt, there's no doubt, after Phil won that Masters, uh, I mean, don't give Tiger played good golf, but Tiger kind of went on a downhill spiral. Yeah. When have you heard of Phil? I mean, other than uh, Phil has, uh, Phil likes to uh, bet the ponies a little bit. Yeah. Uh, there hasn't been there hasn't been a lot of conspiracy around Phil. No, Tiger. no, no, no. I'll answer your question, and that is that Tiger won. Tiger won because he put the jacket on him and said he just got out of ice bath because Tiger won the Masters last year. That's who won. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. All right, so hold on. So I'm moving away from that, and so let's talk about the digs that the uh, that the two football players had, and and I, I thought Tom's comment was cute when, uh, when he said, uh, Hey, your dad called and he switched the teams up. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I thought that, that was, was cute. Good. That was good. I know. I know. Go, go, hey, yeah. Go ahead, Archie. Go ahead. But, uh, but, but I, I don't, I still, and maybe it's, uh, maybe I've been drinking too much. I have yeah. no idea, but yeah. what was the B and E, what was the B and E reference by Peyton when he said, uh, you got that B and E conviction in Florida. Like, uh, like from him escaping New England and uh, breaking into Florida. Is that I, what it was? I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know where that came from. And I, maybe I just didn't understand the reference, but I was the same. I thought the same thing. I was like, eh, it wasn't that good. And I don't really understand it. Maybe it's just me, but I didn't understand it. I didn't, I didn't quite get that one. I thought that was a bit of a flop there. Yeah, so for our, li- for our listeners, if you, uh, if you got the B&E reference, the best I can come up with is, like breaking and entering, like he he broke away from uh, from the Patriots and he entered Tampa. That that's the best I can put it into context, but it still doesn't really register with me. So I'm not sure that I understand what he really meant there. Yeah. Well, I thought Peyton was a little awkward on the Zoom call. You know, he's not a great public speaker, but I mean, that's just like, like we said before. These guys aren't paid to be public speakers. Now, Peyton, maybe now he is because he's off the course and he's a nationwide ambassador and he's on TV, but he just he did look a little awkward, but he's an athlete. We all know what he is. He's an athlete, but I think he's going to be great on Sunday and I think this is going to be a lot of fun. What do you think about Chuck Town being the uh, common, being the, the host of the show? Great. I mean, Chuck's... Uh He's a he's a golfer. He loves the game. He play. He lives in Arizona. I guess he's going to be calling in from Arizona, right? Either on Zoom or whatnot. Um, because I don't I don't think he's coming across country for this thing. Uh, but it's going to be great. He's he's, he's very funny, and uh, he'll add to this. He's he is what last Sunday needed. They needed somebody like Barkley out there that could uh, that could commentate and uh, and add to the broadcast and know golf and know where to get in and get out. And he's going to be great for that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Barkley on there. He's he's hilarious. He's great. What about you? You like him? Yeah, yeah. It, it, that, that's a win all the way around. I mean, I, I think he'll. Uh, I, I actually think that we may hear. I, I think we'll, we might hear less talking. You never hear on this show. <laughs> um, and, and, but I think you may hear better commentary 
because they're going to allow them to, uh, you know, to, to have their time. And, and, and that's the thing. I mean, how do you stage something that's such that, you know, it's like, hey, and, and you can't be in their ear because, you know, when are you going to interrupt them in the swing and such? And I'm, I'm sure there's delays and whatnot that go on. But, uh, but no, I, I, I think that this is, if, if, I'm a, if I'm a commentator on the PGA Tour, I'm worried about something like this actually working because now what do I do when my golf career is over? And not to say that, I mean, hey, speaking of, where's Faldo? I mean, you see, I love Faldo as a commentator. Nick, where are you at? Where are you? And he lives down there. He yeah. lives in Jacksonville. So, I know. yeah, I don't know. Like, where is he at? Yeah, it's like, Nick, Nick, where are you in the, I mean, you just don't want to participate. You got this stuff going on. Uh, if you, if you did, if you, uh, you know, if you were contaminated with the COVID, sorry, so, and I hope things work out. Maybe I was just thinking through the concept of maybe why Nick isn't there. And I mean, the only thing I can come up with is he, um, he's not, uh, on these networks, but this one here is on, I think it's on three different networks or so. And last week was NBC. Who is this week? Do you, do you know? Well, I did hear TBS was, uh, TBS is the primary Turner is the, um, is the primary host of this. So I think that's why Charles was like, uh, the primary. There you go. It's kind of a given. Yeah. So, so it, it's going, it, it, it is, I think it's, again, it's a charity. It's, uh, you know, it's for, uh, you know, COVID relief type situation. So I think that that's part of it, and that's why you know it's, uh, you know back to basketball and with uh, you know with Charles Markley. Uh, I mean that's part of the reason that it was like, hey man, do you want to do this? And it's like, well, of course I do. Uh, you know, it's a good way to to uh, to help out a cause. But um, so let's talk about the odds for a second. Let's talk about the odds for a second. Let's talk about the odds for a second because um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When this thing opened, Tiger and um, and Peyton were like clear clear favorites and since the last week with regards to a lot of this talking back and forth the odds have uh have come down you know where it's i mean they're still they're still the favorites but not as much as they were when the odds first came out i don't understand that we just talked about before peyton's got more time to practice he's a better handicap and it's tiger's home course why do the odds come down i don't know do you know uh, I, I don't know other than just, uh, just general generic commentary. I mean, that, that that's gotta be it. Right. Because, well, I mean, yeah, I can tell you why. Because Phil, uh, Phil dusted Tiger on the first, first match. Okay. And, and Phil, and Phil's going to play a different game because I mean, like today, I mean, coming on Sunday, they're going to be playing a match that there, there are no, they're going to be able to, it's not, it's not just hit the ball as far as you can. It's, let's hit the ball as far as we can. Let's put on a show. And who, out of that foursome, uh, all right, well, out of the twosome, right, let's go professional golfers. I mean, Phil has made a living off of hitting his drive as far as he can, hitting bombs as far as he can, and, and recover. I mean, you know why he feels a good wedge player? It's because I'll just hit the shit out of it, and I'll, my next shot, I'll just hit it close to the pin. And he, he, is he a tactician? Of course he is. He's a professional golfer. And uh, you, you can't, we can't, I mean, uh, you know, in our amateur status, we can't re- critique his, uh, you know, his, his, uh, his swing. 
But, I mean, that dude is just swinging for the fences every time. And then wherever I hit it at, I'll recover. So I, I, think, that's, uh, I think that's why the odds have changed. I mean, that, that, because Tiger's going to play Tiger golf. I think Tiger always plays Tiger golf. And he's strategically working the course. Phil is just going to bomb it, and he's going to recover. Yeah. I, I'm... I still I'm picking Tiger and uh, and Peyton to win here. I mean Tiger has had some time off. He healed up. He's got that uh, facility at his house, and you know he's out there every day putting with his kid and having a little contest. I mean he's he's going to be sharp. Short game's going to be sharp. The long game's going to be should be fine. He's getting he's getting out there. He's been playing. Uh, I think he's going to be fine. I think I think is uh, this this is going to be interesting. I, it could be a blowout. Uh, I can't wait to do our DraftKings picks on Thursday. Because I think I'm going to pick against you. I think I, this this is going to be one of those times that uh, that I'm going to pick um, I'm going to pick the underdogs because I think the underdogs are going to prevail. Well, I, I, I'd like to see. I mean, I'm looking again. This is even makes makes it even more uh, fun going into the weekend. Is that I believe firmly the, that Tiger's going to pull it out, and you're going with the underdogs. And I think I think Phil's going to be hitting bombs, and I think they're going to be going everywhere. And these fairways are tight; they are not going to be forgiving. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I think if Tiger and Peyton win, I think it's going to be due to Peyton. I don't think, and I think if Tom and Phil win, it's going to be due to Phil. So, you know, it's kind of odd that you've got the, uh, you know, that that. It, it's. I think it's going to be the opposite of the sports that prevail uh, either way. Okay. You had some other things you wanted to talk about coming into this thing. What else did you want to talk about coming into this thing? Well, the one thing I wanted to talk about is I'm getting ready to finish this glass of uh, Weller mm-hmm. Special Reserve. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's like it, I, I would pour one of these every time. Oh, man. I agree. I think it's fantastic. I want to put some ice in mine a little bit just to see how that works. We don't need it, but I'd yeah. like to put some ice in it, yeah. No, so, Dan, so I'm really looking forward to the weekend, mm-hmm. and I'm looking forward to uh, – we've now got two weeks in a row where we can see a Sunday match. Mm-hmm. Uh, albeit, we didn't see it for the full weekend, but we got a Sunday match. And, uh, you know, live golf is live golf. Uh, Dixie and I will be sitting on the couch, uh, taking notes for our next recording. Uh, actually, we'll be taking notes for our upload on Sunday evening after yeah. the match mm-hmm. to let you know what our thoughts were and how we did. And uh, we'll also review uh, uh, another. Uh, I think we're going to review a cocktail. Ooh, that sounds for uh, for our Sunday uh, for our Sunday upload of uh, the match too. That sounds like fun.